0: happening, weirdos?
1: Indeed. Real quick intro. This is a great one. It's cash. It's more of our very NPR cash. style, which we, I like. But yeah. I really loved it. did you? I know.
0: I did like it. We talked.
1: You said like. D- um, I did love okay, it. Okay. Come see me at Largo <laughs> on June 11th, largo-la.com. <laughs> Please watch The Path. Uh, watch <laughs> The Path. Uh, it's Aaron, Aaron Paul. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you like the show, try a Pete's Pick. The first of which is Magic Mind, because I always drink a Magic Mind about 15 minutes before I do this podcast and before I do almost anything that requires that flow state, that high productivity, super dialed in flow state that is not jacked up on caffeine. It only has about 35 uh, milligrams, micrograms. Uh, Whatever, MG, of caffeine. So it's not a high caffeine drink. It's not an energy drink. It is a productivity drink. In fact, it is the world's first productivity drink. It's a tiny little shot, keep it in the fridge, magical elixir that makes you focus better on your work, be more creative, and drink less coffee. I didn't realize I was drinking too much coffee until I noticed that my hands were clenching and my jaw was tight. Now I have the beautiful benefits of matcha, but Magic Mind has nootropics that help you focus and adaptogens that help you fight off stress. That is just some of the 12 functional ingredients. So you take it in the morning with your caffeine and it's those adaptogens that help you balance out and round out the edges of the caffeine you're already enjoying, but also the matcha and the nootropics help you get into that sharp mind, steady energy, not to mention immune support and less stress. I am all about adaptogens and I get them in my magic mind. You get 30% more stuff done on average, five to seven hours of flow state of 30% more productivity after drinking. It's like, uh, you know, athletes have Gatorade. Now creators have Ready for it? Creator Aid. Don't expect wired. It's not like a jittery, wired, tight feeling. Expect dialed in. It is the creator's best friend. Helps fight off procrastination, brain fog, fatigue, even some ADD symptoms. And after three to seven days of continuous use, it's even easier. I can attest to that. It builds and gets better and better. Easier to get into that flow state. And with their money back guarantee, any first purchase will be refunded. No questions asked if it doesn't meet your, the, uh, do you guys, if it doesn't meet your expectations. I absolutely swear by it. And I have, a, and so does Val. I have a special offer for our listeners from our friends at Magic Mind. All you have to do is go to www.magicmind.co slash weird and use our discount code at checkout weird to get a limited 20% off your first order. That's magicmind.co slash weird and use discount code weird at checkout for 20% off and get yourself some creator aid, get yourself the world's first productivity drink. I absolutely love it. I absolutely swear by it. Also, speaking of swear by it, I'm wearing it right now, is my Apollo Neuro. You guys have heard both Val and I talk about our Apollo Neuros. It is the thing we've gifted more than any other thing. I can say that with confidence. We've given it to our creative friends, parents. We've even given it to a few children that were having some stress issues because an Apollo Neuro is like a wearable hug. Uh, it's it's a wearable piece of technology. I wear it on my wrist. It looks like a watch, but I wear it on the inside that sends uh, vibrations into your nervous system that are interpreted by your nervous system as touch. It is touch therapy to help you feel safe and in control. And it mimics the movement of deep, relaxing breath and just tells your body, hey, it's okay, but it's not just for relaxing. These gentle soothing vibrations actually train your nervous system to recover and rebalance after stress, but it can also wake you up. There's a setting called energy and wake up. You control this through your phone. There's social and open, which is usually the setting I use for standup and this podcast clear and focused, which really helps you get into that state where you can really dig into a book or a project or your work. I also use that sometimes when I'm doing stand-up as well. Rebuild and recover. Val and I always joke that's the setting we use after a stressful dinner with our parents or whoever it may be. If you're just juggling a lot of balls and you're just feeling stressed, throw it on rebuild and recover. Meditation and mindfulness is a subtle setting as well but it helps you go deeper deeper than i have in my meditation practice in years i always say this but if all this thing did was help me meditate the way that it helps me meditate i would be shouting its name from the rooftops but that's not the only thing it does wake up be social be open be focused rebuild and recover after a workout help you meditate help you just be mindful even with your eyes open i'll put it on meditation and mindfulness and it helps me ease in and just feel a little bit more zen Relax and unwind is what we put it on at night when we're reading or watching TV. It's a wonderful pre-bed ritual that just helps your body sink in and ease into that sleep state. And when I'm sleeping, I literally have it running on Sleep and Renew. My favorite thing about that, not only does it help me fall asleep and stay asleep and sleep more deeply, if I wake up, and I often do because we have a four-year-old, well, she's almost four, three-and-a-half-year-old, If I have to get up and help Lee in the middle of the night, and I go back to bed. Sometimes my heart's a little jacked. I press the two buttons on the Apollo. It reruns the last program and boom, I am back asleep way more easily than I would be without it. The Apollo Neuro actually trains your nervous system to cope with stress better over time, meaning the more you use it, the better it works. It's not woo woo. This is not a mood ring or a crystal. This was developed by a neuroscientist and a board certified psychiatrist who have been studying the impacts of chronic stress in humans for nearly 15 years. And Apollo's effects on stress, sleep, cognitive performance, and recovery have been proven in multiple clinical trials and real-world studies. There's even more data coming out about the clear and focused settings specifically to help people like me, who kind of have a mind that uh, darts all over the place, how much it can help that. It's literally changed our lives. And you can get 10% off and show your support of this podcast, which means so much by going to apolloneuro.com slash weird. That's A-P-O-L-L-O-N-E-U-R-O.com slash weird for 10% off and show your support of this podcast. I know that URL quite well because I go there all the time to uh, to give gift them to my friends. It's a wonderful gift to give that uh stress managing help that so many of us need uh to loved ones. All right, everybody. This is We Made It Weird number eighty-eight. Eighty eight. you believe it? I love it. It was a more cash chat as I said, but I liked this one. I really like this one. This was a very you I get downgrade a downgrade like now too.
0: <laughs> you get a real good sense of just like how we chat.
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's how we're written up by Rolling Stone. <laughs> The offshoot of you made it weird is we made it weird. And I'll say this you get a good sense of how they chat. I think people want that.
0: I think people want that. Well, look,
1: you're looking for some company on that Amtrak? Here we are. Here we are, babies. Get into it. What's up, mother? Yay. Yep, yep. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah, Val and I just started And we re- we started again
0: Which we almost never, never do, do And I almost always recommend that we do At some point but in But then the I'm like no
1: it's golden But like I'm not look let's. This is what it's going to be It's going to be one of these ones
0: Yeah it's going yeah, to be a little on? bit
1: chill It's a little bit chill and It's okay you just got back from the doctor How, I got back your, from
0: the doctor your, And your, I brought you
1: Wait no it feels too panicked Don't tell the doctor thing yet
0: what, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not making it not feel panicked <laughs> okay let's just calm things down <laughs> okay we're trying to get things calmer i don't want it to be Japanic. No, <laughs>
1: that's it now we can tell the doctor i just wanted to break the membrane okay i wanted to you know there's like a film on top of the speaking
0: of my really well kind of did she throat oh, she nose scoped me which is oh, had that. yeah up which the nose actually with the
1: rubber hose I that's what, <laughs> it's what it quite was literally up the nose of the rubber hose <laughs> that's right well wow. bobby babarino uh, billy
0: babarino nope i don't even know what you're referring to but i know that's not real it's
1: john travolta <laughs> it's john travolta in welcome back cotter oh right bobby Babarino this is char- famously his character's name was bobby Babarino. <laughs> and he but he would say oh up your nose with a rubber hose oh
0: sure okay i have a real i don't real... know
1: that i only know that because someone just did to me what i did to you like explain it i never saw it
0: i have a very real question uh, and and it might be really dumb can't wait i'm realizing i never watched welcome back cod cod but this is giving it away i never
1: welcome back codder is actually it's a common mistake that's about a fisherman <laughs> who's, who only works with cod and he'd go out to sea, and he'd catch a lot of cod, and he'd return oh. to the port. No, no, say, that one back. I
0: have seen.
1: <laughs> By that the way, one I watch that all does sound like a show on the BBC. Like the yeah. BBC in the 80s, like British TV, mm-hmm. was just like, it's about a jaunty man who has a, oh. a big library. And it was always, he has to take one book and walk it all across town. <laughs> And he runs into the patissier. He runs into the minister. He runs. This is all the pilot. And then he right, he does get the book there. Oh, and that, that was it like a So show.
0: great! I would oh, yeah. love
1: to watch that. Wonderful for relaxing.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. What's but, the question? W- so, welcome. Say the w- title.
1: Welcome back, Cotter.
0: I think I real I have. I'm just now realizing that I have always thought. That that was like a cheeky title because the guy's name was Carter, but it took place in Boston.
1: <laughs> wow. And even welcome back, Carter. A,
0: even as I was saying it, wow. I was like, hey, welcome back,
1: Carter. Like if, if it was about a guy named John, it would be J-A-H-N.
0: Yeah, welcome like, back, hey, Jan. Hey, yeah. Jan. <laughs> welcome back, Carter. Yeah.
1: But his name is Carter.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. Carter. Because I guess in my brain, it's like, no, there's no name Cotter. It's Carter.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Valerie, you've done it. You did. You took us for a little walk inside your noodle. Yeah. There's no name Cotter. (laughs) No.
0: It's like such a kid thing where you're like, "Mm -mm, I I never heard it. That doesn't exist.
1: But I'm, I'm sitting here as a grown man saying there's no Cotter. No, there is no Cotter.
0: I can't even say it because it's Carter. Carter. It's Carter. Yeah, come back, Carter. Um, okay. I love that. So I went to my my ENT. That's right. I have so many issues with my ears, nose, and throats uh, that I have a regular ear, nose, and throat doctor who ends. I
1: all the upper ends who
0: I'm pretty caught up with
1: at this point. Yeah, you have a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, she's really of- great.
1: I want to laugh for upper ends.
0: All my upper ends. Yeah, yeah.
1: The lower ends, different doctor.
0: Yeah. Uh, Say
1: everybody goes to the same butt doctor, isn't that kind of a nice feeling? What?
0: What if is? If you're getting you know, a
1: colonoscopy, yeah, you go to the bum doctor. It's not like, but like what I'm saying is, you have a v- vagina. Mm-hmm. So you go to a mm-hmm. vagina doctor. I mm-hmm. have a pee-pee, I go to the pee-pee doctor. Mm-hmm. But if you and I have a butt problem, it's the same guy. He's like, okay. I'll surf or I'll ski. Like he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't care. Okay. And for the upper holes, also the same. Yeah. Like you could give me an upper hole doc mm-hmm. recommendation, but right. I couldn't give you a vagina doc or recommendation. Even
0: <laughs> I think I'm gonna try to really make this is something because I don't think it is quite yet something yeah, yeah, yeah but it's like a urethra is the same in both female and mass, male hole. yeah yeah the
1: whole but which I is think just if a negative we... space and the vagina grows around it but it keeps the whole the hole is nothing <laughs> The hole is just a void. It's
0: just empty space.
1: It's an empty space. And then a a ding dong grows around it, but it's like, not here, not here, not here. That's what the hole is. The hole was, for a growing penis, the hole was a nice little break that it got to take. It was like, don't do anything here. Don't amass.
0: The cells were just like, not Not here. Yeah.
1: Leave that to the atoms.
0: But if you had a... Urinary tract infection. I think you would see your, as you call it, peepee doctor.
1: Yeah, my doctor. And I would my see guy. my
0: gynecologist.
1: You mean we can't, even though the hole is the same?
0: Yeah, but for a colonoscopy, I, I, I'm so furious that I have been pulled down yeah, here pulled with into you this,
1: into the lower and upper hole conversation. So
0: let's go back to the upper holes. Okay, I'm just, I just
1: had like kind of a warm. Nice feeling, thinking that you and I might be probed by the same doctor at some point. (laughs) That he would slowly lead a garden hose into each of our bones.
0: And that's the closest we'll come to a (laughs) three-way. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. You're saying
1: saying there's a chance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, any whoozle. So I went to the ear, nose, throat doctor. You're I don't eating. like to say the and. I like to have ear, comma nose, comma throat doctor.
1: I like saying upper holes. Yeah. They don't like it. <laughs> they hate it. By the way, the holes is where all the problems are. Everything, everything on the human body is very sealed up, mm-hmm. tight, except for the holes. Yeah. You need the holes. Yeah. But uh, it's sort of a flaw in the system because I right now I'm speaking to you. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking to you right now with an earache, a uh-huh. really bad one. Yeah. And I've been putting coconut oil in it. Pro tip: It's getting better. So I had because a... they said you can go to the doctor, but it's nine hundred dollars. I was like, "What?" Yeah,
0: but you should go to my person because. But it's still three hundred dollars. Yeah, it's true, and that this is like a privileged thing because part of the story. That's my
1: point. Who's what is this? I know. It's I was so just like, dumb. I have health insurance. I have an earache, and they were like, "Yeah, you can come in. It's nine hundred dollars." I was like, uh, "That's it's not so dumb." That it's so look, dumb. I'm not looking for Canada, mm-hmm. but I'm looking for. 80s America right yeah. what happened yeah I don't know I'm not you paid an Xbox to have someone put a rubber nose up your hose like Bobby Biberino <laughs> 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 oh my what a, god what a fucking scam!
0: <laughs> put a rubber nose up your hose
1: I, I know a guy behind the target that'll put a rubber nose <laughs> up, your, up your hose like, for $30 and his name is Baby Beberino. <laughs> just keep saying Baby Beberino, he will show it up. It
0: just keeps
1: getting like, worse, worse and worse, worse. Or better and better. Yeah, go yeah.
0: ahead. <clears throat> um, this is not a story. And now it's like I'm making it seem like it's a story. But it's more of information that I haven't given you yet. Yeah. So I, I brought you on this podcast Maury style. <laughs> Isn't that right, Maury? like i am like, the
1: cause of your sore throat j- yeah showed. wait exa- are you telling me no
0: this? it's not it's we just we thought for
1: a moment maybe i gave you no, oh no <laughs> i think they're calling it yerpes now <laughs> <laughs> it's not herpes anymore look when you have look the holes the holes <laughs> it could be anything My ear hurts so bad and you're kind of like, am I dead? Like anything, like where does something that you don't trust, something shifty and fast like a little rodent go? Yeah. In a hole. Yeah. And when you have a hole problem, you're like, is there the disease equivalent? You let Brody out, did you? I I
0: couldn't get him back in. He came out and then I couldn't get him back in.
1: Well, I'm going to put him in the house and you're going to tell, you're going to talk about All right,
0: I'll give the, I'll give the, okay, I'll give Uh. the lead up because it's not that interesting. OK, so I didn't want to go to the doctor. I've had a sore throat for a week. This is nothing. I'm pre-apologizing. You poor listeners, this is this is not, not a story. had a you sore throat. That. I think
1: it's a wonderful story.
0: I had a sore throat for a week and was like, that's. And then I looked in the back of my throat, and there were bumps. And I was like, this is you just... Did? Yeah.
1: You saw bumps?
0: Yeah, I told you that.
1: I don't remember I remember saying you kind of felt like it was bumpy. I didn't know you saw bumps.
0: No, I saw like bun like a bunch of bumps all in my throat. And I was like, Well that can't be good. But then I did Google it. Remember when you were like, Don't Google it.
1: Yeah, anything. And it, it is whole. called
0: cobblestone throat, which is exactly what it looked like. Oh, and it's go cause go walk
1: on those. <laughs> yeah. Let's go see if don't we can find on a Don't wear your
0: heels. Um <laughs> 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 and it's it is caused like like by drainage. This is so boring. I feel like we oh, should cut this out. I worried it
1: was gross. Drainage. It's gross
0: and boring. Uh, and anyway, the the thing is, is that I was like, I, I never <laughs> want to go to the doctor. Ah, this
1: is so boring. This is so boring. No, it's not, but I felt you feeling trapped, being yeah, like, like, it's called cobblestone. So I'm I can't. so I'm sorry. sorry. It's so silly. Well, this is what happens when I, I had to step out and let Brody in the house so he could bark at who knows what. But, I, but I are you okay? I also think it's
0: I'm okay. And it's
1: not Yerkes.
0: I have, it's not Yerkes. I have a sinus infection. And like, she's, so she stuck the little camera up my nose, which I do think COVID tests have made me better at that. Yes. Because I was just like, it's like, it's like other holes you're like just relax and receive it
1: oh my god Be
0: but the queen. don't that resist so it funny. just relax
1: just relax don't <laughs>
0: resist overthink it yeah don't overthink it just breathe through it
1: <laughs> honestly you know what's strange that's how i feel about getting my makeup done oh yeah television shows sure. if you start thinking Wow, that brush is really close to my eye right now. Mm. You'll freak out. Mm. So, similarly, when being rosed up numbered nosed.
0: <laughs> yep. Okay. Up you up numbered nose. Falling apart. Yes. Got it. <laughs> try not to think about what's happening. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, she scoped. A- I love this stuff. Like, I loved when she showed me my vocal cords and my polyp. Gross. And I really, I really was like, yeah, what's happening in there? I hate the mystery. I want to know what's going on oh, in my body. I want to think
1: of myself as a Ken doll, no innards.
0: Oh, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know why, but I really love it. But it was. She was like, she pulled it out, and she was like, "Wow, I'm really surprised that you seem." not sick at all because you have a full on sinus
1: infection. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you're doing oh that's fun. Yeah. It's not finding out that you're like kinda like candy ass like like sensitive.
0: That's what it was. To something
1: small. You actually found out that you're resilient. Uh, roast beef ass. Yeah, to something very serious.
0: That I am <laughs> roast a roast beef? roast beef ass. You're yeah, beef and that's ass. what I wanted the world to know. <laughs>
1: well, um, <laughs> yeah, that's one of your many nicknames, old roast beef ass. <laughs>
0: I'd much rather be a candy ass.
1: Yeah, Um. Me too.
0: But that is what I was trying. How I was trying to force it into a narrative was. That I almost didn't go to the doctor because I was like, I have this fear always Mm. that I'm going to go to the doctor and the doctor's going to be like, it's (laughs) it's ridiculous that you're here. (laughs) Like, this is nothing. You clearly are a hypochondriac or whatever. Uh, And it was the opposite of that where she was like, I'm so glad that you came in because this was just going to get worse and it wouldn't have fixed itself. And. I was like, wow, I trusted my intuition that a week is a little too long to have a sore throat for me. Yeah. And what's going on with these bumps? And I just did the thing without waiting like I usually would have. And I was rewarded by antibiotics that she said, quote, are very these specific ones are particularly gut unfriendly. (laughs)
1: Whoa. But I only have to take
0: it for like three days.
1: That's enough to ruin everything. I know, (laughs) but I have to... I would do it too, but you're just going to have to rebuild.
0: I'm going to rebuild that. We'll rebuild. You know I'm going to rebuild that flora.
1: Flora and fauna. And fauna. Not sure the diff.
0: It is kind of a bummer because I was really... Hoping i have been like on this thing of trying to rebuild my gut.
1: Your gut's a second brain. That's how you yeah. get a fellow like me, a top-down fellow like me, to get interested in gut health. Like, who cares? Usually, most of my life, if people were talking about gut health, mm-hmm. by the way, welcome to the terror dome. This is horrible. <laughs> I'm now talking about gut health, <laughs> but I'm just saying, don't you kind of feel weird, like like if someone, if someone starts telling you their gut health regimen? Don't you kind of start smelling their farts? Don't you kind of just like oh feel my god, like you can just like you're like a fart person. You're like a oh my, you're god. like a, a fermented yogurt and your weird deer skin pants. I don't want to talk to you.
0: But having a healthier gut would make that better. I would think.
1: that's how I felt most of my life. Now I'm like you're not a gut person. Like you don't yeah. take care of your gut. Like I can smell was, your bar. Yeah, I don't want to smell a, a cracker of coming out of your crack, really. <laughs> what, somebody was telling me, uh, I'll spare who it was, but they were telling me about going to one of those restaurants that they have in like in-flight magazines. <laughs> if you've ever been on a flight and you are bored and you start flipping through that in-flight magazine, I garon T. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to see an ad for a, restaurant, a Brazilian steakhouse where they serve you steak oh, yeah. on a sword. Absolutely. On a sword. It, it is on like a big spike. Yeah. I've never been to one, but this person was bragging to me about, uh, this is not a close friend of ours. No. This is no. somebody, like a family friend of friend. And they were like, yeah. He also just started telling me out of nowhere. It was like, I walk into this party mm-hmm. and he just goes, hey, Pete. I'm like, yeah. My uh, wife and I, we went to a Brazilian steakhouse. I'm like, what is this? Who says this? <laughs> yeah. This says what you're saying? And he's like.
0: <laughs> this is what you're saying? This is what you're saying?
1: And, and he, I swear, he goes, $75 a person. And I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> do you think I'm a hotshot and you have to like, you know, tell me how you're fancy too or something? <laughs> yeah. He Because who says how much it costs? He I goes, am... $75 a person. But you have a card. And if it's red, It says no, and if it's green, it says mas, and mas means more. He's explaining this to me. And if it's on green, they just keep giving you meat. And all I'm thinking is, by the way, go ahead, eat some meat. Like, I'm not here to judge that. Uh, I can if I want to, but like, I'm just (laughs) saying that wasn't the issue. It was more of a colon barf. Like, I wanted to be like, you're dead like you're dead inside. yeah like you got a lot of pooping to do and I don't think you're gonna do it yeah I don't think you're gonna you do it you won't
0: be doing it in for a long time you're it'll be gonna,
1: you're gonna carry it around
0: yeah it'll be a while before that meal is out completely out of your body oh my god
1: welcome <laughs> to the terror dome I know but like I'm so what, sorry we started by saying here's have we talked about this I know I've mentioned it on the pod before but it's like when I go to the doctor you're kind of going into the principal's office Mm -hmm. and you just want them to tell you you can go back to recess. Yeah. But like regular life (laughs) feels like it has its own recess areas and its own principal's offices. But then you realize like the one that matters the most is your health and you go into the, the biggest principal's office and you just want them to say you can go back out and play. Yeah, And I hate when they're like, you know, you have a thing or you have to stay or... Like you just want your freedom pass renewed. Yes, and exactly. And suddenly, in that, it's, I feel the same way about the dentist, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm going to. I realize I haven't been the dentist in eight years. <laughs> eight years.
0: Eight years.
1: Eight hard ones. Oh my the a hard eight years. It's been. I know, <laughs> guys. You know what? Based upon my failure, I've failed. It's been I can't. It's been they this is the dentist I go to and they said it's been 8 years since you've been here.
0: Oh my god. But I, I've been to I I remember going to the dentist after it had been 3 years and I was like I wanted to, like, go in disguise. <laughs> like,
1: oh, my God, like, yes. I'd like to go in as a giant tooth. But you know <laughs> Something what? Something they love.
0: You know what I happened? And you're going to the same dentist that I go to. It that, Like, oh, God. I I feel like asking us to go to the dentist twice a year is ridiculous. I will go once a year. I'll go once
1: a year. Do That's you go once agreement. a year?
0: Yeah, I go once a year, except for... That's a
1: quick, quick cue. Why I just wish... I You know what I'm going with? Uh, the mommy model. Mm. Not you. Anybody. The dentist himself could mommy me. Just send me a text. Well, hey, that it's been a year. If they did that... And we have the technology for that. If they said, it's been a year. Yeah. Do you think I would ignore eight consecutive dental reminder texts? No fucking way. But
0: that's what's weird is usually with this dentist, and I think most, you make your next appointment...
1: like a year in advance but
0: see that's what i do so i always make the appointment for six months from then and then i cancel it and then i i reschedule it for six months later so that i'm only going once a year but what happened with this dentist is because i didn't go for three years she was like oh no and because i don't floss i don't floss i'm sorry i don't floss
1: yeah i go through i go through spurts
0: i like make the dentist appointment and a couple months before that i floss i just can't do it
1: that's what i do too i'm definitely flossing now yeah i'm about to go in
0: but she's
1: i'm cramming
0: she's (laughs) like you have to come in every four months and i did that for like a year and then i was like
1: this is unreasonable I can't. Wait, because you took three, so are they going to tell me to come in once a month?
0: (laughs) They're probably going to... Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you is they're going to tell you to come in at least every four months. And it's... I did it for a year and like went three times in a year and I was like, I can't. I I hate this. I just...
1: Okay. I just... I would have gone. That's what I want to say to them. Why didn't you come in? Why didn't you ask me to come in? I'm over here. Why didn't you invite me? You offer a service. Yeah. I get reminders from my car change the oil I need new tires bings and bongs and (laughs) booms and I do it you couldn't send me an email you have my email hey it's been a while (laughs) this is like 1985 shit send a postcard some of them get kind of sneaky with it they send you a birthday card Yeah. Well, I hope to see you soon,
0: Stinky (laughs) Breath.
1: You're like, all right.
0: Halitosis
1: to you. Oh my God, that was was excellent. Stupid. Halitosis (laughs) to you. That is all I want to avoid. I see here. It's not what. It's why. We talk about this all the time. It's not what. It's why. Uh, You know, my go-to is always. It's not like.
0: It's not what a burger. It's why a burger.
1: You are the queen. (laughs) That's my go to. With gut health, we were talking about this. It's a second brain. Like Mm -hmm. science is finding more and more, it's functioning as like a brain. Like it's helping you. Yeah. I don't know. I need to read these articles, I guess. (laughs) I guess I should read them. (laughs) But somebody explained it to me at one point, and I understood. And I was like, okay, so it's serious. It's digestion, it's your brain, it's your overall health. Like healthy colon, healthy person, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, okay, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I got my motherfucking ritual pre-post and pre-pro and post-biotics. Mm. We've done broth, shit, fasts, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm about it. I take digestive enzymes, which are huge. Veggie jest, huge, huge. 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 Big jest. His colon. Don't get me started. Um, That's why his brain's so fucked up. <laughs> could be. Like for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got KFC brain. Um, <laughs> where was I? I don't have a good why for dental health yet.
0: I know. I
1: wish. Well, to, I I, and you it could is. Be like, you, you know, can smell like shit. That's pretty good.
0: No, I uh, like Sarah Silverman. I think would be. I
1: always think of her. Yeah, was, death creeps in through the gums. I'm like, tell me more. What yeah. does that mean? I'm gonna <laughs> I can't die. Be
0: doing my own research on this, just like I can't be remembering to go to the dentist. Well, if on you're, my gonna own.
1: Di- you're the queen. If you're gonna die from not flossing everyone's dead that that can't be true right are you guys all secretly flossing (laughs) i do ask a lot of people and they say they floss and i'm like i guess it's like
0: when and how when
1: before or after you read thoughtfully in your grown-up bed right my Uh, mom would floss in bed she would that's weird Uh i feel like
0: i need to be very near running water
1: well, look. Since I've been doing it, this this is this is sort of a sneeze, but it goes back to our thing. Like, I in my house, if if I lived alone, mm-hmm. there would be a bag of, of floss picks by the couch, right? And there were, yeah. And that's when I was like Captain Floss. And we can
0: just put them in that drawer, but you just won't look ever look in that drawer. No,
1: I'd settle for drawer, but I opened that drawer and they weren't in there.
0: Well, yeah, I don't. You... Well,
1: well, yeah. What do
0: you? You're you're looking for. The dentist to invite you. You're looking for me to put the floss
1: I in the drawer. I'm looking for you to <laughs> not hide the floss picks. I put to them. To me, oh, drawers oh, are hiding. Oh my god! Drawers. Oh
0: my god! It's a,
1: it's a hiding spot. You guys,
0: our bathroom couldn't be more organized in categories. The middle drawer is the dental drawer. That's where they are. The
1: middle drawer is the dental drawer. All right. <laughs>
0: that's what i think drawers and cabinets are hiding them you 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 want to live in a pantry you want to live a house that is a pantry
1: valerie when you said that (laughs) i imagined that is what i want
0: you want to live in a grocery store you want to live in a costco
1: you my friend (laughs) have nailed it (laughs) i actually i think i had a movie idea where a guy every time i'm in a crate and barrel or something like that Mm -hmm. ikea i'm like just want to live here yeah like you have seven living rooms yeah you could have parties uh-huh and i had it written down somewhere that some rich guy would like make his house a crate a crate and barrel
0: that's really great but i would like to say i want to live in a crate and barrel you want to live in a costco
1: i do <laughs> like i you will ne- you could Men never wanna live in a costco <laughs> women want to live in a crate and barrel
0: I'm trying to make our house look like crate and barrel all the time, but you want floss picks by the couch.
1: I want to live, <laughs> like I want to sit on a crate and have floss picks on a barrel. Can <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> you want to live in a crate and barrel? Yeah. I just want some crates and some barrels. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, I think this podcast, we didn't know it when we started it 10 years ago. It was just, <laughs> does, does I have ADD? <laughs> And then every guest comes on and, and says, yeah. Uh huh. And then after all these years, I'll go like, maybe I should look into that. <laughs> yeah. But we've talked about this before. I don't mean to be the guy with like if it was affecting my life negatively, I, I would look into it. And I, that's my pledge to you. <laughs> Lemon <laughs> scented. It's my pledge to you. Love the smell I of I would pledge. do whatever if it was starting to interfere with my life. But I like being a pantry brain, mm-hmm. and being a pantry brain, brain really works for me. I have to have lists of who my friends are. Mm-hmm. I have to have lists of my projects. That's what these Post-its and all these things are. Mm-hmm. But it works for me. And it's not just because I'm, you know, people come up to me and tell me how much they spent on dinner because I'm a successful guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh at least that's what I, that was my guess. I was like, do you think I think I'm better than you? Mm. Is that what's happening right now?
0: And um, by thinking that, you kind of are thinking that you're better than him?
1: And by you thinking that, I'm also <laughs> thinking that you think that I am better than you. And that makes me think more highly of you because I like to think of myself as more thoughtful than you. <laughs> um, I forget what I was saying. I like pantry living.
0: Yeah, you like pantry living. It's and-
1: wor- that's my point. Is It's not just because it works for me. It's because it works for, like it works for me, like it produces results. Just yeah. kind of, I like it. Yeah. It, I, it works on a million things. like. If, if you're just doing what you're doing, and that's just how your brain is, mm-hmm. helps you do what you're doing. Yes. As opposed to the people, like I hate, this is, oh, I love this, I'm so glad we're gonna say this. I've been wanting to get this on the record. Mm-hmm. I hate planning, here's why. My brain is like a boardroom. It's like, mm-hmm. a, it's like a WeWork, like a mm-hmm. common area WeWork. And there's 10 people, 10 business people, men and women, in this room. And that's, when I wake up in the morning, I have all ten of them yeah. are in the room, and when they're all together, and and I'm sort of the disembodied awareness that's looking at them. So I'm like the eleventh thing in the room, but really mm. I'm the office building. But anyway, I'm talking to them, and when they're all there, I'm clear as a bell. Mm-hmm. I'm calm. I'm happy because they're they're all there. Yeah. The staff's accounted for. Then let's say the completely reasonable. You say, "What should we do for the Fourth of July?" Mm-hmm. Now three people in my room leave mm-hmm. <laughs> to go to another room that I can't even see to plan what are we gonna do for the Fourth of July Now I got seven people. Mm-hmm. This is like this is like the clearest image I've received lately of what it feels like in the morning I have all 10 and then small tasks keep popping up people ask me to project into the future mm. or replay the past and and my business people just keep dispersing and yeah. the problem with that is the fewer people that are in the room the less calm I am the less happy I am mm. I want them all in the room so we can just focus on how we feel uh, how, how, like just what's happening right now around us mm-hmm. and it's very taxing and difficult when people are like like, I've, we've been doing it as as we've been dealing with house stuff. We have to talk about... That. I know. I was wondering if we were going to. I think we have to. It's a big yeah. part of... It's a big shift. Yeah. It's a control shift caps lock. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's how it feels to have my brain.
0: Well, okay. So, I my brain... I Okay, two points. One is, for me, using the 4th of July example, my brain goes like the people in the 4th of July room are wanting to know what the plan is so that they can then come back into the main room and we can all chill, but they won't leave that room until we just make the plan. So I have it. Yeah. So then they can relax and <laughs> come this. and relax. Yeah. It's really like how this is, and this is how we are actually in our actual living rooms where you put Leela to bed and I, I ha- need to clean the house a little bit before I can sit down and fully relax. I need to take care of the thing because yeah. if I can visually, I'm just on
1: the floor in a pile of oily rags.
0: Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> like ah, she's down.
0: <laughs> and I, I, if I can like visually, this is what it is. Um, oh, we're really cracking we're this, cracking it. If I can visually see things that need to be done then I can't fully relax. If you can't visually see all of the things that you need and do, Mm. then you can't fully relax. So it's like another way of thinking of it is also, you want to keep your brain constantly clear and, and, uh, Thinking of the least amount of things as possible. So that's why you want everything that you need all your vitamins, your floss picks, everything that you use in a day out in the open so that you don't have to be kind of like holding it and remembering it in your brain. Yes. So that you can do it. I do that anyway. I hold everything that I need to do in my brain at all times anyway. So I need my space to be very clean and and clear and under control control (laughs) so that it doesn't feel... Because if it's cluttered in my external space, then that's adding to the clutter in my brain already.
1: I think what's interesting about my 10 business people in a room thing is Mm -hmm. when you beckon them as is fair and is totally part of life to go like what are we gonna do that weekend mm-hmm. they leave and I can't see where they are. All I know is there's fewer people here tending that, to me. that
0: that might like the be the
1: severing of
0: that might be the A D
1: H D thing potentially. I'm like, but we were just in the car, but, like, but we're just because, going on a drive. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad about it. I'm like once you bring it up though, I can feel It's like I'm a computer is another metaphor. And now we've opened Photoshop and there's just all this RAM is being used on what I'd just rather run a pretty screensaver and play Bob Marley.
0: Okay. Right. (laughs) And I think that that this might be if there is ADHD, which I'm not convinced, but that could be it because our friend who described having ADHD, the type that they have is like where they're hyper focused on one thing. Right. And then if they have to shift focus to something else, it's like moving a huge piece of machinery, o- like over to to onto that thing. Yes, and then it has to be locked onto that thing.
1: That Whereas is yes.
0: For me, I'm like, let's just quickly visit this room, decide what we're gonna do, and we'll come right now-
1: back. This is a breakthrough. Yeah. Because I've always said that my creativity is like the torture machine in mm. Princess Bride. I've mm-hmm. said it it had, like water starts to flow. Then the wheel starts to turn mm. faster and faster and faster. And before long, it's it's up and running. It's not a torture machine. It's a creativity machine. In yeah. Case. And to stop it is uh, is laborious and difficult. And that's why like this morning, I, I forgot we had to do the pod, but I was going to write. And I was like to write and I am writing and I will continue writing after this. But, like, it takes me an hour and a half to write for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Like, I need three hours to write for an hour and a half. And it's really just trying to get that machine up and running. Yeah. And it's not easy. That's why, like, I hate, I hate and I love, love, hate, emails and phones and stuff. Sometimes it's fun. Mm -hmm. If I'm taking a little break from writing, I'll switch over to my email. But if it's, like, a thing, like, urgent, time sensitive, like, do you want... Mm. Do you want to fly into Denver on Thursday? Or, like, I'm like, oh God, stop the machine. Or I don't. And there's just water all over the floor. And there's that weird torture guy that's like pale and has a wig. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: there's that guy. Just a big mess in in here sometimes.
0: Yeah. And and what I love, because I I feel like, well, a few of my closest people have now in their 40s been given the diagnosis of ADHD. And I love this seems like the time to be alive for people with that neurotype because not only are we more aware of it now, but we're more aware of it being exactly that. Just a neurotype. It's like all it might as well be your Enneagram number. Oh really? Like, yeah, it's not a it's not a deficiency. It's not a flaw. It's like your specific brain works this way, and it has this unique set of pros and cons. And other brains I work have a this very way. Specific
1: set of pros and
0: cons.
1: <laughs> Bring my businessmen back. They don't want to talk about New Year's Eve. <laughs> I will find you.
0: They are going to take you. I always think of when he says they're going,
1: they're going, to, going to take, take you. you. That
0: moment. Why did I used I to watch know. stuff I get like the that?
1: Thinking about it though, there's something about. Ugh. Oh. You know what though, dude? So Liam Neeson saying to his daughter they're going to take you is a pretty good metaphor for like parenting, being like, You're gonna have your heart broke.
0: You're gonna suffer. You're gonna suffer.
1: Yeah. Meaning you're gonna be out of control. Yeah. But I lose
0: But I will having a
1: daddy on the phone. Sorry, but like a daddy, like a overlord. Like Mm -hmm. not an overlord, but like, like a like a like a patriarchal powerful figure who's who's powerless mm. to stop it. Yeah, it, I, I don't think I get the chills when I hear Liam Neeson being like, they're going to take you, yeah. but I promise I will find you. Yeah, That's parenting. That is it's parenting. Like there's going to be times when you're just like, somebody's a shit to you at school, or you get your heart broke or whatever, but I and pro- it's my goal to be like, but I will find you. And I have a very specific set of parenting <laughs> skills, and I will sit with you and listen to you. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, oh. but I will find that kid and I will kill
1: them. <laughs> that is sort of what I'll be thinking. I'll be like, yes. What a difficult thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the name of the boy who was difficult <laughs> to you in
0: class? <laughs> Uh,
1: but it's hard to remember that that kid is somebody else's Leela.
0: Yeah, that's right. And that Lila, she can be a bully herself.
1: She's a bit fiery. She's Leela, a bit fiery. you're going to take somebody. <laughs> like She's the kidnapper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's wild. She's a wild, beautiful, free uh, rascal.
0: Perfect. Do we want to give our special
1: news? Here is our special news. Read to you by a subpar Liam Neeson impression. Uh, we found our Ojai ho- oh, house.
0: We got our we got our dream house. Which you we're guys. Being very
1: relaxed in this episode. I'm really enjoying it. It's like a little kind of country time lemonade episode. Mm-hmm. But if you were talking to us yesterday or after coffee or something, we would be freaking out. We, we also have, have had a
0: couple weeks to process process it. Uh, we were there is a video. Of us dancing, dancing fight when we found out.
1: Into a GIF. Yeah. A gif. Um, listen, <laughs> we have been looking, for those of you who have listened to the show for a long time, we've been looking in Ohio for a very long time. Ohio over two years. Over two years. Ohio is our incredibly special, special place. We were mm-hmm. just there yesterday touring a school for Leela. Mm-hmm. And it it's... was absolute <laughs> heaven <and sighs> I was dying every I second. I know. And what's really great, like we've talked about what's really great is we've talked about like when you move to an area or into a new house, it's absurd that you don't, that you don't like get to live, in the house for like six weeks mm-hmm. or, or live in the neighborhood for six weeks like free like it seems mm-hmm. like something they'd have in sweden like they don't let you live in house for six weeks <laughs> what do you mean you could move in and you don't even like it how do you know here government gives you one pack of cigarettes three saltine crackers unflavored <laughs> and six free weeks at health insurance they actually give you three hundred dollars when they check your ear with a rubber hose <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that voice okay? Um, <laughs> anyway, is They're pretty privileged. <laughs> we're, what, the Swedes? Mm-hmm. I don't know, Val. Shots fired.
0: Uh, am I wrong? Is there something I'm missing?
1: <laughs> I don't know anything about the Swedes. Yeah. I wasn't even sure you call them the Swedes.
0: You don't hear about them because everything is fine up there. <laughs>
1: The reason there's no Swedish news is because everything's tucked under like a Brookstone soft blanket, (laughs) and there's a clock here that's like wooden, but the numbers are like embedded in the wood. (laughs) And to make it snooze, you just wave your hand over it. You don't even have to touch it.
0: (laughs) And then you. I'm waiting for like a little giggle.
1: And you get up and you have oatmeal with water. (laughs) (laughs) Just a water-based oatmeal that you make.
0: But do you think it's delicious? But it is delicious. I can't do even close to the accent. The water
1: in Sweden is actually very sweet like buttermilk. <laughs> 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 Any whoozle. The point is we spent, it's good that it took us two years. Yeah. Because now when I go to Ojai... I know where we are. <laughs> and when we found this place, we knew what part of town it was in, where oh, yeah. it was in proximity. We have to friends things.
0: there. We have like a little we community have, there. I,
1: have, I don't want to say more friends than I have here, but about the same amount of friends.
0: Yeah. And they're like qual- quality friends.
1: They're good, deep, good friends. Yeah. So we're super, super excited. So happy. But like, I think the thing that was worth sharing, we're, we're keeping our uh, LA place certainly while we're figuring out how it feels Mm -hmm. i mean right now it feels fantastic there's no that's actually phrasing it wrong it's not it's not like we're like one foot in one foot out we're just kind of there'll be times when we have to be in la especially me yeah um but the thing that i found most interesting was Ohio is such a life upgrade for us mm-hmm. and the house is really beautiful and there's like land and it's very farmy and there's like chicken coops and room for goats and there's yeah. oak trees and bunny and hutch bunny hutch just like and it's what we've garden. always it's the farm know, dream it's the farm dream and i'm 43 and i preach a lot about like don't wait until you're dead like Mm -hmm. find a way to do it now but like i'm not exactly that guy because i'm a very sensitive person and living in the city can be taxing on me there's parts of it that i absolutely love Mm -hmm. but whenever we're up there we always joke that oh hi pete is very horny Mm -hmm. because he's just clear (laughs) Mm -hmm. like when i'm here like even though i'm not doing anything when i'm in a city i just feel like i work for a textile factory Mm -hmm. and i owe 30 new textile patterns at seven o'clock and it's 6.15 because I took a long lunch and a nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I'm behind. I always feel kind of behind mm-hmm. here a little bit of that wha- 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 wha energy. And we go up there and one of the first things I notice is I'm always down to bone because I just feel like clear, (laughs) like my feet are in the soil, the air is clean, I'm looking at the sky, there's trees and literally birds and bees and I'm like, let's let's have sex, like I (laughs) love it up there, it's Mm -hmm. just an hour and a half away, Mm -hmm. Uh, it just seems so strange that the vibe would be so different. But when we were looking at this place, a couple things to kind of share about, the because I know it's really as we've been experiencing too, really difficult to get a house right now. Yeah, um and just in the country in general, I think. Yeah. But it's so nice that you and I, Valerie, I really wanted to talk about this phenomenon. We're like having like we can't like I guess unworthiness. Yeah, feelings. Yeah, we were talking to our friend Darren about that. Who mm-hmm. also lives in Ohio mm-hmm. about that like. That need to say to your dream, mm-hmm. yes. Like you have to be like, yes. And mm-hmm. I know this sounds a little goop.com right now. I'm just saying like really practically on a psychological level, not to manifest it and make it happen per se, mm-hmm. I'm just saying for you to feel comfortable, mm-hmm. You we had to continually would get this wave of like, like the house has a very grown up closet. Yeah. Like right now our closet's just a closet. Yeah. It's very shallow. It's not like it's a this one tiny. has like a like Lila will be like, "Oh, wow, that's mom and dad's closet." <laughs> like the way I felt about my parents' closet. Same. Like yeah. you can't go in that clo- it's like a grown-up closet. It's a yeah. grown-up bathroom attached to the grown-up bedroom. The kids' rooms down here and there's a kids' bathroom. You know, like yeah. it's very motherfucking grown. We love it to death and it took and i'd love to i'll give it to you now val i've been talking a lot but like i was shocked that even at this point in my life and so much abundance and my my career dream coming true and all this stuff Mm -hmm. i still had this feeling of like oh they're gonna kick me out Mm -hmm. someone's gonna tell on me i don't belong here i'm not an adult i was like who lived here before they must have been some magical person like i just couldn't and we would we would practice in the car when we were waiting to find out if we if our offer would be accepted, that's another story. We would just say yes, 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 mm-hmm. because there was this real, I guess, imposter syndrome mm-hmm. or a feeling that we're still children in some Worth way. Issue, yeah. And and the reason I'm mentioning it on the pod, I thought that was maybe unique or maybe not just unique to us. But Darren was like, I feel exactly the same way. Yeah. And it seems that that's like one of the first. I think it's the thing you absolutely have to get over no matter what your dream is. Mm-hmm. If it's a, a you want to have a, like a little boat that you take out or whatever it is, you mm-hmm. go like, I'm not a boat guy. I get my dad at a boat. I'm not a boat. Mm-hmm. You have to go like, fuck, no, I, I can be a boat. I can yeah. do it. I <laughs> yeah. can do it. Yeah. I had to like yell it into mm-hmm. my unconscious yeah, and deny, wouldn't sign for the delivery of doubt and, uh, and unworthiness.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it definitely – I want to say – because even as we're t- sharing the news, I'm it's coming up. So it still is not – I haven't passed – Oh, me neither. I, I'm not past it. But I'm like – because I'm like, people are listening to this who've probably been like struggling to buy a house or, or f- have to leave the city that they love living in because they can't afford to live there. And like
1: – These it are just, a lot of our friends too. Are going a lot
0: of like our that. friends. and it And it is – it feels – it is abundant and sometimes it feels like am i am i being greedy to like accept this abundance that's the story of the doubt
1: uh I, Mel, i've had man in the mirror in my head because it goes um oh what is it he goes people don't have enough to eat and he goes who am i to be blind pretending not to see right oh yeah and i've been going like yeah. Uh-huh. Like this this has happened at other times in our lives. Remember when I bought that coat that was way too much money? Yeah, and then I gave <laughs> the amount of the coat to the New York Winter Coat Foundation. Yeah, so there will be a balancing. There out
0: is there a balancing, for sure. and there and I'm already not is signaling. I'm just no, saying, once it's... you
1: take a big piece of cake, you really want to go like, oh fuck, we got to give the same amount of cake that's away. Right. That that's that feels right. like the way you balance things.
0: That's right. I, so you don't want to have i i don't want to live a life where we don't ha- struggle with the fact that we are so lucky and so privileged because the struggle is where our generosity comes from it, in a lot of ways like For it's sure. like right this isn't this isn't fair so you know just that it happens to be that your you work so hard but like your specific set of skills
1: I have a very just, specific set list.
0: Yeah, just <laughs> happens to like make way more money than other sets of skills that are arguably even more valuable. <laughs> hmm,
1: I like this. I like where this episode's gone. <laughs> no, I really did bristle it when you were like, "It's not fair." I I get that, and then there's that other part of me that's like,
0: ah, "No, no, 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 no." But that so that's just me saying we rec like I recognize this. This is such a privilege to be able to have. This house uh, to buy a dream house at this time uh, and struggle with it in the fact that it's, you know, and think of, you know, the man in the mirror <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And this is our life. We are being offered this abundance. This has been our dream for since we met. We like called it the farm dream. And this yeah. has been the dream since we were dating. Yes. Yeah, since we were dating. And we're able to have it, and that's what it always comes down to for me is, so if I just, like, deny myself abundance because I don't understand uh, or I feel unworthy in any way,
1: who's going to benefit from that again? Isn't that what your therapist said?
0: (laughs) Basically, yeah. It's like, so what good does that do if I'm like, no, I shouldn't be allowed to have this, so I'm not going to – I'm going to say no. Like, what – What happens, yeah, who benefits from that? Qui bono. Also, so in in a more general way that I do think could apply to everybody, life moves in
1: seasons. Life moves
0: pretty fast. (laughs) Life moves pretty fast. Uh, Life, you know, our lives move in seasons just like everything in nature, and there have been really dark seasons since even we've been together mm. and there's been really abundant seasons and at this point now what i know is that is that nothing lasts forever and and again there there will be like hard seasons ahead so right now we're we happen to be in this really beautiful flourishing abundant season Can I just open to it like I'm always trying to do with my suffering? Mm. Can I actually just open to this joy and say, yes. And all of the feelings that are uncomfortable about receiving and accepting the abundance and... The like gift. the gift like it's its own challenge to open to joy and to I completely happiness agree. We'll tell
1: them what you you're very interesting i'm really in, enjoying listening to you but um the courage to try and be yeah, happy yeah my therapist
0: says like uh, it's a it's very rare like it's a surprising amount of people don't have the courage to actually be happy because they know that the happiness will just like everything will go away the thing that's making them happy will go away or you'll acclimate to it and you know there'll be a season i don't remember
1: her saying that yeah
0: Yeah, but but it's it's impermanence it's it's the clinging part so we we often talk about the aversion the aversion to our uncomfortable feelings the aversion to our pain but in buddhism suffering comes from aversion and clinging
1: yes I, I think what makes this conversation, I hope what makes this conversation interesting is listening to how we're on one hand telling you like this dream is coming true Yeah, and we're so excited. And then there's also, the, there's like a lot of mixed feelings in it. And yeah. one of them is how can we be so uh, blessed is one way to put it. Yeah. Uh, but then there, for me, there is like even not just the imposter thing, but like we got to like make this work. Yeah. Like I, I, like. To me, I'm not... Right now, I'm not worried about it. But this is why we have to mention on the podcast. Yeah. Because it's going to be the thing we're going through in the next couple months. Yeah. Like, this is a twist in the Pete and Val story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I was like, of course we have to... At first, I was like, maybe we don't. I was like, of course we do. Yeah. Because, okay, 90 minutes, sometimes two hours, that's a long way to go uh, between L.A. and Ohio To drive, yeah. For me. So, like, what will that be like? Right. Um Also... It just costs more to live there. Like, I just yeah. found out that because it's a fire area, it's like incredibly <laughs> hard to get insurance, like homeowner's yeah. insurance. And I was like, well, geez, that's something I didn't deal with. And, yeah. and and then there's the like psycho-spiritual kind of guilt. Who am I to be blind pretending that other people are in need and all that yeah. sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. That's why I wanted to share the journey.
0: Yeah, it it does. Make no mistake, having seasons of happiness will also bring up your your stuff too there's just no
1: way of. there's no whatever it is good and bad is gonna like yeah shine lights and corners
0: yeah absolutely for me it was
1: it was mostly like this is this is a life for other people for me leela changes everything yeah and when we toured the school yeah and the school costs exactly what our school here costs Mm -hmm. which isn't like a ton Mm -hmm. and we're just like but it's like literally they have like a little shetland pony (laughs) and a huge garden and everybody's Mm -hmm. covered in paint and there's just mountains and grass it looks like the fucking teletubbies you guys know so obviously Uh. there's like this the first time that i was married and we moved to sleepy hollow this is the thing this is really the most interesting part Is Val and I, in trying to make this move and making this move, Mm -hmm. have been like, look, I know we're sweetie pies, but we need to be able to address things in real time. Mm -hmm. And we need to be able to not harbor it and be like, hey, the example was we briefly thought about Topanga Canyon, which is here in Los Angeles. But it's just kind of like a Mm -hmm. groovy, more naturey kind of feeling place. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, it's only 40 minutes it's mm-hmm. only 40 minutes away, and like because I started to think we might live there, mm-hmm. I started opening up about the fact that I was nervous about the commute. Yeah. And I was like, that's the old way. Yeah, The old way is now that I'm safe, that I know there's an alternative, I'll tell you I'm nervous about the commute. Yeah It's like, no, whenever we're feeling it, mm-hmm. we, we, we don't even have a code word. That's like the old way too. We don't need a code word. Mm-hmm. We're grown people. Mm-hmm. I can say Val. I'm a little nervous about the commute today mm-hmm. like this yeah. is real shit like it it, it is uh, this wonderful thing and what I think is more useful to people yeah. listening is that with two people who are so sensitive to each other's feelings it's almost like a prerequisite to have this life you have to be able to go like we need to talk about stuff as it comes up Yeah. and I need to feel safe and you make me feel better and then I do feel better mm-hmm. yeah, that sort of thing
0: yeah, absolutely. It's expanding our lives. So that means expanding
1: our everything emotional lives, too. Yeah, that's expanding what I Expanding
0: everything and our uh, we have ability to level our game. Right, exactly. Which is really my therapist keeps talking to me, <laughs> keeps talking to me. <laughs> like she just keeps talking to me about <laughs> this
1: is my time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, about dis- my distress tolerance. Like my my mother, for all of the reasons that she, you know, for very good reasons, uh, f- based on what she went through as a child, has like zero distress tolerance, mm. which is why, you know, when Leela's crying, she's like, um, look at the bird, look at the pen, look at the like, it's like, just try to quickly get her to stop crying. This okay. is most people. So it's not no judgment on her. It's also, an, sorry to bring it back to the Enneagram always, but it is a very Enneagram 9 thing to do, which I also am. So it it comes, being with Leela, we use this example so frequently, but it's just the per, most perfect example. When Leela is having a tantrum, that feeling of being like, just, it's not worth it. Just give her what she wants. Mm. You know, the urge to just get that tantrum to stop as soon as possible is not only a direct reflection on our own distress tolerance but it's training it's an opportunity to train her distress tolerance Mm. if we cut it off very quickly then we're we're shortening her distress tolerance Mm. but if we are like we can sit in this for as long as we need to then she has she's growing a very long you know wide distress tolerance Mm. so that's even the comes up with the being honest about our feelings thing. But Bo- both of us, based on our upbringing, I think had a very short distress tolerance. We couldn't; it didn't feel safe when there was conflict. Right. Or That's some, why
1: it's so unsafe for me to go. Like I'm a little nervous because because yeah. I see how excited you are about ohio mm-hmm. and how excited Leela is. Frankly, we took Leela up to the house. It was one of the best things ever. Yeah. Because again, it, it's it. not like, it's it's not like a l- stitched, hand-stitched leather floor, you know, <laughs> right. compound, yeah. but it is on land. It's got yeah. like trees and like, it's there's a swing special. set. It's like a special, beautiful nature. It's like living in the in the mountains or something. Mm-hmm. And when we took her there and she just ran around, she can feel it too. She's a little empath and yeah. she eases up. Yeah, like in that sort of idyllic way yeah um I don't know yeah. why I went there oh, oh. I, yeah I think of how happy that is and then I go like uh-oh I don't want to like I don't want to harsh anyone's buzz when I'm like right. oh, what if this doesn't work or whatever yeah. you know what if I'm the one but the, it's the an voice oper- of my fear is like am I going to be stuck in the car uh, paying for a house that i'm never in
0: yeah and, sure. and, and
1: by the way i don't know why i wanted to mention this we we may obviously will s- may end up selling this house yes we're just keeping it during a transition period i don't want yeah, people yeah. to think we're just like Fancy buying fances. houses yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: like it's nothing yeah um but i i really think that this is an opportunity to in the we are in this moment of expansion in every way. So this could be an opportunity to expand our distress tolerance, which mm. means maybe you do say, you know, I, or maybe we get there and you're doing the commute and you do say like, this is really hard. I'm panicking a little bit.
1: That's and then exactly it does... my fantasy now is to just say, I'm panicking a little bit. Yeah. I even like that term. It just means like, I'm in a spiral right now. Right. Like, don't look for a reason. Don't look for me to be sound. Mm -hmm. I'm just having a panic. And that hasn't happened. There have been moments where I'm like, I always use the phrase nosebleed. I'm like, I'm getting a little bit of a nosebleed. Like, I feel like I left earth a little too much. And then it's a
0: change. And yet, and then it's my codependent tendency, because also my distress tolerance is low. Uh, (laughs) I just keep saying it called
1: this podcast. Yeah, (laughs) too low distress tolerances.
0: Um, So the way that I react to that is like, in the same vein of being like, Oh no, Leela's tantruming. Uh, what do we do? What do you know, whatever Right. that then I go, I would want to go like, okay, well it's my job to do whatever I need to do to make you not panic and you mm. feel better. Mm. Uh, and so I, c- it, it would be a real opportunity for me to work on just being like all right that's cool we'll all sit in this with you yeah it's it's not my responsibility to make you feel better but i can be here for you and i can i can hold it with you in this moment and hold space for it yeah and because it will pass this is
1: like i really think this is one of the like why don't people do things Mm. and this is why
0: yeah because it will bring up your shit. that's right Exactly. That's
1: really what I think we're talking about. I just realized is like making change is really scary, mm-hmm. even when it's a great change. Yeah. And now talking about my 10 guys in a room, 10 people in a room, mm-hmm. uh, like they are scattered a lot. I've been feeling not very present. I've been hustling. I've been yeah. sort of like booking things and planning things and mm-hmm. trying to imagine how to this life is going to work. Like we're talking about a couple months, we'll we'll be up there mm-hmm. and we'll be doing pods from there. So you guys will get to hear about this. But like, mm-hmm. I can't picture it. So yeah. like, even the, when we took a day trip up there yesterday, I'm like, this is great because I can see that we went and we came back and it was okay. Yeah. And that I want to do that when we're there. I went and did a set and I went back and it's okay. Yeah. But I do get that a little bit of that because I've had other comedians um make fun of me for they they're they don't they tease me like you're going to make the same mistake twice because mm. but when we li- when I lived in Sleepy Hollow in my yeah. first ma- wedding marriage oh, <laughs> wait God. wedding my is... first wedding no my first marriage <laughs> yeah <laughs> First of all, I hated Sleepy Hollow. No, no offense to people who live in Sleepy Hollow. I hated it. Yeah. And we and and famously to me, Tom Chaloux was like, "It sounds like maybe you just did it too early. This mm-hmm. actually feels like the right time." Yes. But to everybody out there that's making changes yeah. and it has a future in front of them good or bad that just they don't know what it's like mm-hmm. especially with a brain like mine mm-hmm. I those guys the men and women my business people go into other rooms mm-hmm. and i just have fewer people in the main room telling me it's going to be okay mm. but then we keep getting all these winks from the universe we were up there yeah. yesterday and we ran into these people and they were like from la and they were telling us what a good choice we made <laughs> yeah. like kind of completely unprovoked they were just like yeah. this is the best decision you've ever made i was like Like I was like, it felt like I was being visited by a wink from the universe, you know?
0: That's right. It feels very aligned. It just is aligned. I did. It's it's very aligned. Um, No, it feels very aligned, but it is a risk in the sense of making any big change is always a risk. There's unknown involved
1: my again my pain body says i hope you're able to enjoy this place and i i know we will we're just gonna figure it that's out
0: that's gonna, gonna, gonna be the
1: easy out. part no i know but have time to be there to enjoy <laughs> yeah it. you yeah i'm not saying i won't enjoy it <laughs> okay. i'm like will i be able to be there mm, mm-hmm. um oh i lost i lost my train of thought mm, my pain body your
0: pain body says i hope you'll be able to enjoy this place.
1: no no <laughs>
0: Well, your pain body smoking a cigarette. Well, I hope you'll even be able to enjoy this place.
1: <laughs> I don't remember.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: But th- I think that's that's the universal topic we're saying. There are all of these self generated doubts making any major change. Yeah. And that and that's where we are. It's very exciting. It's like I say in my book. It's a good episode. Yeah. And there is a little bit of fear involved. I always tell people when they take mushrooms that like you have to embrace the fact that it could be a bad trip. You have to like mm. not shy away from it. You have like that's what actually gives a psychedelic experience the urgency and then when it is delightful, mm. you realize that that delight was in direct proportion to your fear of it not being delightful. Yeah. Like as afraid of you you were of it being bad is is inversely how great it can be. <laughs> yeah. Of. And it only feels good because it could have been bad. Like I'm not really that's even right. interested in the uh plant medicine things that don't have potential to be sort of goofy yeah and in that same way i'm like this is not that's one of our mantras it's not something for nothing that's it's an hour and a half away and i have to remember that it's not something for nothing if i want Mm -hmm. leela riding a shetland pony over to the cabbage patch and picking her lunch (laughs) Um, maybe Dada has to drive a little bit more. Yeah. And we've said this many times uh, to each other, but never on the pod. My commute from here to, to Apatow's office was mm-hmm. 90 minutes, mm-hmm. two hours if there was traffic. Mm-hmm. And I did it every day with absolutely no problem. Yeah. Because like life has been a lot about me. Mm. So I didn't, I leaned into it. I actually used to like it because mm-hmm. it's when i listened to all my books and made all my phone calls and i i famously famously i, I wrote a bit about it i don't use ways i take the 10 because i like to sit and think and daydream mm. and and i'd come up with great ideas and all that stuff and i would do it no problem for my dream yeah and this is what feels like some grown-ass person shit right here is like now i'm doing it not only for myself obviously i capital l love Oh, I love this house, love this neighborhood, can't wait to be there. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like doing this for someone else. Yeah, and, and it's just a new style of life that I'm so grateful that I've sort of evolved into, which is mm-hmm. like, it's not just about me. It's like building a family. Yeah. And thinking of her on the like my joke is I need a picture of her on that pony. Yeah. Like for my like dashboard. For, it's
0: like the Simpsons thing.
1: Do it for her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So sweet. So well, sweet. Well, thanks for everything you do to co
1: create this beautiful life with me. Well, we're really excited. I do think if I have any uh vulnerability hangover it, I think because I'm so relaxed today that i'll be worried that people didn't get to hear the excitement that oh we my have.
0: gosh we're so we're, excited
1: we've literally so to end with a little of that we've watched yeah. the video of the house 17 times <coughs> also the owners um so many houses are getting scooped up by like corporations or by very very wealthy people yeah they just want to invest their money yeah. and they both with this house in la which was over seven years ago and this new house both of these families were very compassionate people mm-hmm. that were like oh th- these are people that like want to like appreciate and live in the house yeah and what an absurd it's just like a really crazy thing that that's rare mm-hmm. that most houses you see that go up and get sold right away with cash offers over asking a lot of these are just people parking their money or mm-hmm. our corporations like it's often like non-domestic corporations that just buy up huge swaths of of real estate Mm -hmm. to sit on it and and make money because frankly that's a great way to make money is real estate just kind of gains in value right Uh, but it is a super dupes bummer yeah to people like ordinary people trying to buy homes Mm -hmm. and uh, there is a little bit of hope there that I'm like in both cases we wrote a letter in both cases, we just kind of explained our love of their place and that we wanted to raise our, raise family. our family and all that yeah. stuff. But even if you don't have kids, you just want, you want to live in the house and enjoy the area mm-hmm. and like be stewards of what they've made. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to say that there are still some good people that are like, we'll read the letter mm-hmm. and uh, we'll actually take a smaller offer.
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: it sounds like these people understand the vibe of our house. Yeah. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. It's really nice. It's really great and we, it feels very much correct to picture like gardening and cooking dinner. Forget it that I'm like done. we grew and Leela playing in the pool and gra- going and grabbing a bunny and an orange off the tree. Like it just feels insane to say no to if that's what we could do. If that, that's one of the choices, why wouldn't we well, do that's that? It, it's
1: funny that you say that because when, when we get a little like, Jesus, are we, are we taking more than our share? I'm like, Man, I know a lot of people that are doing a lot "quote unquote" better than us, meaning yeah. they have more assets or whatever, yeah. and they don't do that. Yeah. So it's it it's like one. If that's one of the plays, if that's what's written on your heart to do, mm-hmm. boy, boy, oh boy, boy, oh
0: boy. I do have a poem, actually. <gasps> a poem. It's. I think we've read it before on here, but. Um. If we have, it's been like over a year. Do you want the music? We don't need the music.
1: Um, I was looking for it, but go ahead without.
0: Okay. Uh, It's I Worried by Mary Oliver. I worried a lot. Will the garden grow? Will the rivers flow in the right direction? Will the earth turn as it was taught? And if not, how shall I correct it? Was I right... Was I wrong? Will I be forgiven? Can I do better?
1: Mm.
0: Will I ever be able to sing? Even the sparrows can do it, and I am, well, hopeless. Is my eyesight fading, or am I just imagining it? Am I going to get rheumatism, lockjaw, dementia? Finally, I saw that worrying had come to nothing and gave it up and took my old body and went out into the morning and sang.
1: Well, that is written above our sink.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure finally is. Finally, I
1: saw my worrying had come to nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, that's mm-hmm. been a huge... Sorry to bring it back, but with all the anxiety and all the stress and all the kind of like, can we do this? Should we do this? Is this the right thing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's always helpful to just go like, there's no problem right now. You are yeah. not on fire. Yeah. You are not on fire. Yeah. And that's everybody mm-hmm. except the one of you that is on fire. <laughs> Put, turn this by. <laughs> like, Yeah.
0: Why are you listening to this? No, no, it no, listen, it's not
1: the time for a podcast. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. Um, <laughs> but you're not on fire is like a really... Mm-hmm. i feel like that's the thing written on the armor of the brave knight mm. that's going off is mm. like he, recognizing that there's nothing wrong right now yeah. a lot of us that get scared saying in the village we're like well we might be on fire it's like i'm not on fire
0: yeah not and on then, fire and then
1: you go off yeah i love that my Beautiful. worrying came to nothing yeah thank you val
0: you're welcome thanks everybody
1: and don't forget
0: keep it crispy
1: I can't hear your wink. I
0: winked at Pete. <laughs>